You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. I'm sitting on a comfy chair today. Um, no one's up yet, so uh, I'll have a tendency to be a bit loud. So I thought I'd try and keep it down and move to the other end of the room. Won't make a difference, my voice carries. Right, Sunday Q&A. <clears throat> Not to get through as usual. Uh, yeah, right, first one. I did a video, is this a good time to join the CX? Yeah, well, that was going to cause a storm. <laughs> I kind of knew that was going to happen, but I got asked a question, so what are you going to do? Um, well, basically, providing the people of um, different categories, I've got the usual mob on there that are convinced that um, I'm actually working for the CX and the whole thing is a lie and complete propaganda and um, yeah, and I'm just sort of in it for my own nefarious means. That, um, I've had that conversation. Uh, I don't really intend to have it again. Think what you like, it's a free country. Um, but one guy um, did cause some interesting comments, which is cause. Um, Scouse Dennis. Obviously not my favourite, but he's not my favourite person. He's not, I'm not his favourite person in the world. Um, you know, he's like a nightmare. But he did make one point. Um, it's just kind of all right for me because I'm in the southeast. Well, that's quite reasonable. Um, it wasn't anything I planned, Dennis, to be honest with you. I was born in Luton, so it kind of just happened. Um, but, I mean, as Fryzell makes more constructively, he says, the problem is, he says, in Manchester at the moment, he says, plenty of jobs going south, but you get nothing going north. So if you're in a Luton van and you're quoting them a pound a mile, you're actually only getting 50p a mile. Um, our case is the same. It says there's no backloads, which is kind of technically what the CX is supposed to be. So theoretically, and I found the same problem. I found getting afternoon jobs has become incredibly difficult. Normally I'd maybe finish the Argos and then um, go on and do like you know something afterwards. But it's like two, three o'clock, and there's nothing except for... Um, there's an awful lot of like multi, you know, like a pickup parcel drop. So they're going into Hermes and places like that. And that requires going and fetching like, you know, eight mail bags, <clears throat> then driving to Hermes, then maybe waiting because there's queue of vans waiting to get in, and then individually taking off like 100, 200 boxes and putting them on a conveyor belt and getting them scanned. And these jobs sell for like 30 quid. And I had a conversation with Martin the other day, who's one of the guys in the firm I make Martin, who's, um, I've known him a long time. And I said, I ain't doing them no more. I said, you know, it's like, um, 
if when all this started, someone said, you've got to do that for 30 quid. And I went, no way. I'm like a checkout girl, scanning, the waiting to scan things in. I thought, you know what? I ain't that poor. So <clears throat> I have that problem. So anyway, yeah, so I've just, no, yeah. If I'm starting in the morning, I mean, I've done a couple of jobs on Monday and then I had to drive back empty quite a distance, 150 miles. I've got decent money for the day. I got 2.30 that day. But I still done 150 miles empty. And when you start drilling into it, it is, you know, you're doing more diesel. And as I kept saying, as I said at the beginning of the video, I am currently working. Is this a good job to see, join the CX? No. I'm currently doing working harder and longer for less money. But, and there are caveats, I am still working. I mean, I, I put this, I did the thing and I went, I thought I'll do three categories. Those that are doing better, those that are not doing better and those that are doing okay. The second two categories didn't really come up. I mean, to go through it, you're Martin on the firm, he's not doing so great. Tim Jones hasn't only worked for the last six weeks. Augusto Barral, he joined a month ago up in Scotland. He said he's very quiet. Um, the Cloudy Courier, don't join now. Uh, it's a shipper's paradise. Well, like I just said, with the Hermes job, he's not wrong. Um, Adrian Tommy says, hope you're busy, buddy. I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I said I'm not busy. I'm not busy. But, and this guy says, makes a point. He said, you know, there's no backloads, there's no nothing. But And it's all right for me because I live in the southeast. But the thing is, I know people that live in the southeast that are currently doing absolutely nothing. My mate Ken, the market trader, my mate Lawrence, the market trader, my mate David, the taxi driver, they've had no income whatsoever for six weeks. When I was a market trader and things were taking a dive, I went out to work Bletchley all day for 12 hours and um, I'd take 150 quid. Off that, you have to take your stock. So you, I'd say that's half your money, it's £75. £25 rent, you're down to 50 quid and £10 worth of diesel. I would go to work, I mean, you hoped you were going to take more than 150 quid, but on average, that was what it is. And I would go to work um, all day for 40 quid. But the problem is, what else was I going to do? It was either that, I said, don't get me wrong, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday were better days. Or I could, so I could have had three days off. But the way I figured, it's 40 quid's 40 quid. You know, if it, if it pays for like, you know, a third of the, you know, half the weekly shop or a third of the weekly shop, I'll, I'll go to work if, if I'm bringing stuff in. So it's a question of how far you're going to go. I mean, it is tough. Yes, it is tough. But I'm not going to turn around and say, um, you know, it's, 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 it's rubbish because I know people out there that are worse off than me. It might not be great at the moment. But I'm not going to presume that because it's not great for me, then that, oh, I'm the bottom, I'm, I'm terrible, that's, that's a terrible situation. Not when I know other people that will, if I turn around and say, I'm earning half what I normally make in a month, they'd say, I'd love to earn half what I'd normally make in a month, just to get out of there. And of course, maybe sometimes we're making a bit of difference. We're supposed to be keeping the country going. So is what it is. Is it a good time to join? No. But I don't presume that there are people out there that actually would be better off. I just, I'll give you my honest opinion. I'll, I'll do the videos. At the end of the day, you make no choice. And there's one guy, my hero, Jason Burke. Because when Jason started all this, when this lockdown came in, um, he got made redundant, despite the fact he was working for the NHS. He was delivering like, um, Jason, I apologise if I've got this wrong, mate. Um, I think he was picking up records and stuff like that. And they said, well, they made me off. And I went back. I haven't spoken to him. If you ever want to ring me, please do. Um, 07970. 723-884, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. Um, I'd love to talk to you. Um, and 
he said, I'm working for the NHS and they delayed me off. He said, but as a result of which, he's gone out and found himself another contract. And he's doing, I don't know, better or he's happier or something like that. And um, he's of the opinion, as I hope, and I genuinely hope you're right, mate. I really do, because I don't, and none of us know how this is going to go. None of us know how it's going to go when it started. None of us know how it's going to turn out. He said, but as a result of which, how many people are going to turn around and say, we don't need the office anymore, you can all work from home? Or they're going to go, I've never bought home deliveries before, but you know what, this is so much easier than going shopping. I'm going to carry on with home deliveries. As a result of which, when all this is over, some more stuff might need to be delivered, which means more work for us. So I'm really hoping that, you know, okay, we'll pay the price now. You're working on half money now. But when it all goes over and everything goes ballistic, you start quoting, I can start quoting time and a half. And they'll pay it because they need us. I genuinely hope. I don't know how it's going to go. What's your space, I suppose? But really, Jason, my hero, well done you. Oh, and finally, one last thing. You know, after all of that, after I've said, is this a good time to join? No, it's tough out there. But I don't presume to know your current situation. And I'm not going to patronise you. And you might say that half is better than nothing. You take the choice. Chris C says, if you're currently on universal credit, and you're thinking of joining, yeah, there's this thing called the New Enterprise Allowance, and they'll take you off the universal credit, and they'll help you write a business plan, and it's some kind of loan thing. I know nothing about it. But if you're thinking of joining, that might be the way forward. Right, that's that. Paperwork. <clears throat> Leighton Horton. Oh, yeah. I had that thing, didn't I, about where I went in, and then after I'd done the job two hours later, they phoned me, and they said, you haven't used the customer's paperwork. We need the customer's paperwork, otherwise we don't get paid. Um, Lee Horton says, he said, they're not putting a fast one. You should have phoned when you didn't have the paperwork. Lee, I believe you're right. Like I said, I've done work for these people before. They've been fine. There's no worries. I think I messed up. But the thing is, you're running so fast all the time to get jobs done, and you know, and every job is so different. But it's like you stop and read the notes and do this, and I do, I know I am going to make mistakes, but I've done the same thing Plus, I over 2,000 jobs, and this is the first time it's ever pinged up. But there are a few things that I could do that, um, you know, that can maybe change the situation. So, yeah, you're right. I, I, I don't think, like, Jason Burke says, it's a small job. It probably um, isn't going to um, make a lot of difference. No one's going to make it. It's £39.50. It didn't take me long. It took me about an hour. So, but no, no one's going to kick off massively over this kind of dough. Um and then just Jason says, read the notes. Yes, I know I'm supposed to read the notes. I don't claim to be any good at this. Well, I don't claim to be perfect. I'm not bad, actually. Um, Philip Egerton says, uh, the customer bears some responsibility now. I thought about this, you know, because I was in the office chatting to the guy. Like, so he's not actually a friend of mine. He's a friend of a friend. He's a friend of my mate Lawrence and house. I never met the bloke before, but I knew enough about him because Lawrence spoke about him to go in and have a 10-minute conversation with him. And you might think during that 10-minute conversation, he might have said, oh, by the way, you need to take this paperwork. But I guess we were chatting. So, but yeah, and it would be also from the shipper's point of view, and it has happened to me before, normally if it's that important, I'm not saying it's, I'm not trying to attribute blame here, but normally they'll turn around and go, oh, and on this job, make sure you use their paperwork. So, you know, there's lots of things that we can, that's, note the shippers, note to me, all that kind of stuff. Um, as Paul Wilkes and Danny Boy say, could you just call the customer and get them to scan it and send it over? Well, I could do. Um, I won't get a signature on it, because, um, or you could pop in next time you're there. This actually happened to a friend of mine, my mate Daniel, Daniel Grumber. He phoned me and he's had a lovely chat. 
Oh, I'm still jealous of his van. I mention that every time, don't I, Dad? Um, and he said they did a job out of iTab, and it was his brother-in-law doing it, and he had to take some... And normally with the iTab, you take them to Tesco's or you take them to the Waitrose, and then you get... They give you the paperwork, and you get the signatures. Um, and then, you know, you just send it back in. You get two, one for them, one for you. But this particular one, it was going over to Jersey. So we had to take it down to a shipper, and the shipper was in Portsmouth or something like that. And he took it to the shipper, and the shipper said, I need both copies of paperwork, because I need one for me and one for the customer when it gets there to Jersey. So the guy's giving him all the paperwork and just got generic paperwork scanned from his own sort of, you know, sort of no, no, just generic POD. Sent it in, and the bloke says, I can't pay you without the paperwork. And this was an expensive job. This, was, this wasn't just like, you know, pop it around the corner. It was Hemel Hempstead to, you know, like five pallets, Hemel Hempstead down at Portsmouth late at night. So what he did in the end is he phoned the shipper in Portsmouth and got the shipper to fax him through or, to, you know, to send him through PDFs of the scan paperwork, put that over to the shipper, and then that sorted everything out fine. Um, it depends on how far you want to go. It's like parking tickets. Back in the day when I used to get parking tickets... And this was days before email and stuff like that. I'd write them a letter, they'd write me a letter, I'd write them a letter, and then, you know, and eventually I might get off the ticket. But then I actually drilled down into it and would think, oh, I've done 10 hours working for, and 10 lots of posting here. It'd have been cheaper just to pay the ticket, wipe my mouth, and walk away. It's a matter of how far we want to go. It's not going to be a big deal. I'm not falling out with anybody over it. We'll, I'll keep you informed of as it goes. A few other points here about it, though. Oh, Kev rang me. And he did yeah, a few things that I can change. Firstly, um, Daisy Duke says, Has the shipper said they won't pay? No, they haven't. They haven't. They, they said, I'm going to call the guy and see if it's a problem. And I haven't heard from him since. So hopefully they rang the guy. He said, it's not a problem. Don't worry. It's no problem. It's business. Um, yeah, like uh, LJ McClutchin says, if you know him, go direct to the fella. I can do. It's not really a big deal. Uh, yeah, just, just to make a couple of things that I, I had done in the past or things that we could do. Firstly, Kev rang me and he said... You know, like when you go click through the screens, when you get to the um, loaded screen or, yeah, when you get to the loaded screen, just write in the notes. If there's no paperwork, no paperwork provided, we'll create my own. That way, when it finishes, if the, the shipper comes back and says, we haven't got the right paperwork on the scan, you go, yeah, no, I wrote in the notes, so I haven't supplied me the paperwork. But then you're probably going to get the, well, why didn't you ring me? Over 2,000 jobs, I've never had to, so I don't know. Another one, our case is, can you take a picture of goods? You know, when you deliver the goods, take a photo underneath their signage. That's not a bad idea. I actually started to do that for a little while, just so that you could prove that the goods were delivered to the right place and in good condition. But again, then I stopped doing it, and nothing changed. And I thought, well, it still wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't take two minutes, just go click. Thoughts on that one, guys? Uh, what else we got on this? Mark Mark Lachlan carries a printer in the van, so he can actually print off the customer's paperwork. Uh, again, not a bad idea. I don't really want a printer in my cab. I kind of like the space. <laughs> I'm kind of trying to keep it tidy, like a workplace. Keep it clean, keep it tidy. Um, I know it's very handy for airport jobs because sometimes with the airport job, they they want you can't get them without a printer in your van. It depends. You know, there's a printer on a car battery. I don't really want to sit and look at it. And again, it's not really been a problem. The job pings up. It must be nice. But okay, I won't do that one. I'll do the next one. Um, Gareth Vickers says, oh, yeah, there's something else. Might come back to that. No, that's it. Right, Gareth Vickers says, what happens when it flashes up 
sometimes. Um, this job requires hard copies of PODs on the message. Um, yeah, that means... The truth of the matter is, every time it pings up, for three of the shippers I know it pings up, four they actually don't. But they just... It's the thing is, you have to do the scan. What I recommend you do, you do the scan, and like I said on the video about the paperwork, do the scan, then get the PODs, send the PODs on the back of the invoice into the shipper. It's a belts and braces process. If they, Unless they specifically say, don't send us the paperwork, we don't want it. Um, and also write in the notes as well, or write on your paperwork saying, this is a copy of the scan. We send both. Because one guy got the ump about it once, because he said, why are you sending me the invoice twice? I've got it digitally and now I've got paper invoice and it's confusing, you know, it, it doesn't work with my system. Everybody's system is difficult, different, which is kind of frustrating. A unified system would be nice, but it's never going to happen. Um, yeah, so that's what that means. Just send your PODs. So make sure you send your hard copies paper PODs, which we're not doing because of the lockdown thing, because of the cross-contamination. But when everything gets back to normal, I assume we will. Unless, of course, Jason Burke is right. And when things get back to normal, a lot of people will go, look, we've just lived for six months, six weeks without PODs. We don't need them anymore. We'll see. I supremely doubt it, if I'm honest. I think everybody is saying we want the paperwork. Um, right, this is another weird one. Philip Egerton says, I understand the importance of PODs not getting paid, but he's got one where he said, we don't pay without a statement of account. Now that, I don't know about that, Jason. This is kind of a job for, this would be a question for Gemma, this would be a question for me, because she's the one that chases all the bills. Um, but... Thoughts on that, guys. I think if you've sent in the invoice and you've sent in the POD and you've emailed them the, the invoice, kind of pay it. We're not paying with that same account. Like I say, anyone out there who's a shipper who understands it better than me because I'm just a van driver. Gemma does all the office work. Please let me know and I'll pass it on to the man. And Danny Boyce says, how do you know it's going to the paperwork is going to the right person and what do you do if they say they haven't got it? Right, Danny, mate, you're a superstar. I'm going to do your video. Your own personal video. That's nice, isn't it, really? Because this question comes up a lot. I probably should have covered it in the last one. But it's like a supplementary to the last one, just because I'm sure I'll get asked that question again, and that means I don't have to keep answering it on a Sunday. Right. Fuel cards. Still on the fuel card thing. Um, yes. Right, what we got? Grant Melton. He said, is there anything that I can do like advance, advice on insurance and fuel cards? I'm working on it, mate. I'm probably, I'm trying to set up things. Like I say, for all of those of you out there think I'm in this for my own nefarious purposes, you're partly right. I didn't start that way, but now it's grown into something. And now I'm thinking, well, if I can earn a few quid out of it as well, I don't think that's shocking. You know, sort of, and I don't think that's too much to ask, but I am trying in the process of, I've been speaking to fuel card people, I've been speaking to insurance people, I've um, got that little link I want to see X, you know. Um, I want to talk to, a, a, I'm trying to talk to, um, what do you call it, factoring company as well. And the thing is, if any of you guys do sign up and you sign up as a result of going through my website, hopefully I'm going to get some money out of it. So all of you people that think oh, I'm, not, I'm not actually just doing it just about the kindness of my heart, I'm actually in it for the money, uh, you're partly right, actually. Yeah, Didn't, you know, makes you feel better. There you go. Um, but at least I ain't lying to you. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do some videos on that. Probably when hopefully this all ends up and maybe, like I say, I'm only going to, I'm only going to plug the people that I use anyway. And they're probably going to give you the same deal as they would anyway, just to get an introductory fee. So I think it's about 50 quid. So, well, it hasn't happened yet, but I will get around to it when the lockdown's over. Norris Power. 
put me straight on the fuel genie thing. Um, the fuel genie is can't now. It's it's you can use it in supermarkets. You pay the same price as you pay on the pump anyway. Um, it's not linked to loyalty cards, but if you've got a loyalty card, you can put that in as you can on a supermarket. You, and you pay at the end of the month. So the only advantage I can see with Fuel Genie is you don't pay till the end of the month. So you actually get like a month's worth of credit. And all of the, the bills are all in one place. So it's better for your accounts rather than having one here, one here, one here, one here. At the end of the month, it's easy fuel. It's probably easy for you to see. It's, uh, I've got to be honest, mate, I want a bit better than that. I want a cheaper price. I want to use fuel that ain't supermarket fuel because it's supposed to be better. It's supposed to make my engine run longer. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if that's where you want to go, guys. Um, oh, that was a good one as well. There's someone else here. Yeah, he said, I can't remember who it was. Um... He had a nightmare with the fuel cards. Because it's one of those things, you get to the end of the month, and this was what scared me when I started doing it. I, I wouldn't do fuel cards, I was just doing it straight out of my bank. Because I thought, what I'll do is I'll get a fuel card bill at the end of the month and they won't be able to pay it. And then they hit you with a load of charges. So whichever way you go with fuel cards, be careful. Um, but at the end of the day, it's again, it's all up to you guys. This fuel card thing is still a work in progress. But there is one, oh, this was one good thing as well. Brian Henderson, there's a, there's an app out there. It's called Petrol Prices Free UK. Oh, yeah, sorry, it's Tim Johns who paid on a fuel card, mate. Sorry. Um, Jones. Um, there's an app out there, Brian Henderson. Um, it, it compares the petrol prices over the UK and stuff like that. There's an app out there. I've downloaded it, mate. I've um, stuck it on the front of my phone so I don't forget it. I'm going to give it a spin. See how it goes, and um, if it's worth, you know, if it's worth passing on. Thanks very much. Anyway, thanks for passing it on. Right, miscellaneous. Finally, through the miscellaneous. Uh, Callum Warren said, "What membership is best? Should you get the starter pack, starter package, or Pro, which shows the live maps?" Mate, I don't know. I joined a year ago, two years ago. Um, I, if it was me, I would say start with the starter package. Because you can always upgrade. I, I, I'm guessing probably if you if you go to Pro and you want to go down, I think it'd be harder. Than, I'd start with Starter Package, use it, and then ring them up and go, is there any chance I could try Pro for a little while to see if I'm going to use it, like a trial period, then try it again and see if it's worth the extra dough. I don't know, mate. It's the short answer, sorry. Um, P, Freddie Fletcher and Darren Gallagher. Have I got any experience of European drops? No. I've never left the UK. The only time I've ever shipped goods across a body of water to another country is when I went to Wales, or when I go to Wales. Um, no, I've never had. I've never left the UK. I never needed to. I don't tend to tramp because I tend to. I've tended to make enough money during the day and still get home up at night time. But that's partly because of the area that I'm in. Um, other people out there might have more experience. Can't help me with that one either. So if I ever do get abroad, and I've been looking at O's again, I'm still tempted to get a truck. I don't know. Still thinking about it. I miss. I used to like driving myself all the time, but I just don't know. But if I ever get abroad, I'll let you know. Uh, what have we got? Lee Westcott. Do I use a dedicated sat nav? No. <laughs> and um, oh yeah, Daniel Luton Govan. He uses a Tom Tom truck. Right. There's two reasons why I don't use dedicated sat nav. There's two reasons. Firstly, I don't like the wires. 
you can have a sat nav stuck on the windscreen, and you can have a wire, the phone stuck on your dashboard, and then you can have your iPad there, and you can have the CX on your iPad, you can have CX on the phone, and you can have the sat nav there, or you can have Google Maps over there, and TomTom over there, and I don't like the wires. And secondly, these things are brilliant. This thing I'm staring at at the moment is my camera, is my music, is Radio 1 and Radio 6, not Radio 1, I'm too old for that. Six music and then um, Radio 2 for Popmaster and a bit of Jeremy Vine and back to Six Music again. Um, it's my audiobooks, it's my podcast, it's my sat-nav, it's my CX and the whole thing just works. And it sits on my dashboard and there's one wire that goes down the charger. And I haven't need, there is the time I get caught by a low bridge. But I like Google Maps and I like, and if Google, I like, Waze is my favourite. And if I don't use Waze, then Google, if, if, if Waze comes unstuck, I have one the other day on Google Maps where it sent me on the first Miagos drop and it told me it was in the middle of the A1. Well, actually went, if you're driving down the A1, the house is over there. Brilliant. What am I supposed to do? I'm on the A1. You know, so that was a bit, they don't always work, but then I don't have the paid ones, Will, and I'm just too mean to pay for them, is the honest thing. So while the free ones work, absolutely fine for 99% of the time. Don't really feel the need to change. Um, it's the same with the Dale Mate thing. One of the guys said he started on the Dale Mate. Sorry, mate, if I got you down there, I'll repeat myself. And he says he's doing the Argos. He said, but Dale Mate's free for the first month. So it helps you find the postcodes and stuff like that. And in a month's time, when they want to start charging me for it, I won't need it anymore. If you want to go down that route, feel free. But like I say, 99% of the time I'm getting there and I'm getting it done. So I don't really feel the need to change. Uh, Matthew Cartwright, can you get just work at weekends? I wouldn't recommend it, mate. No, I would say most of the CX work is sort of 8 till 5, 8 till 6, Monday to Friday. There is your job at weekends. There is your job in evenings. I'd never recommend it. If you're just going to buy it just for the weekends, I wouldn't go that route. Uh, just my opinion. Some people disagree. Some people do work weekends. There's airport stuff at weekends, but... I, you want my personal opinion? Wouldn't do it. TML, company names on vans. Uh, mate, I'll do you a video. It comes up a lot. It doesn't, there's one of those questions, it doesn't require a video, but comes up a lot. I'll do you a video. Uh, James Rowan, have I ever used return load? I find it painful. I find that it starts pinging up jobs. And I just, why is it telling me this to here? Why is it telling me? What I tend to do is when I get within, I'm looking, when I get within, like with the radius, I tend to look about 10, 15 miles um, before I get there and hopefully see if a job pings up. Or sometimes if I can, there is a way you can, well, if I can, I'll, I'll try and find a job coming out of that area because we show vans all over the country, like, so if one of our vans is actually in the area I'm going to, I can see the jobs around him too. So, um, and also if you go on the desktop, you can actually, which you can do from your phone, you can actually specify an area. So that's worth doing as well. Um, but no, I don't tend to use return loads. I tend to drive up there, look for the jobs that are coming up on the way up, and hopefully one pings up. If not, when I drop off, because there's always the other fear that you're going to get there and you've booked a job coming back and then suddenly the job that you've got gets refused and you've got to send it back or then you, or you, you've you got a two-hour wait to get in and then you go, oh, I've booked a job coming back and I haven't got this one off yet. It's less stressful to do it the, the other way, although it does make sense to try and get one lined up, just be honest with them and say, look, this is the situation I'm in. I'm dropping here and then I'll go straight and pick that one up as soon as I'm after. And then if there's a problem with your drop, ring them. But no, I don't tend to use return loads. Harry House... When the shipper asks you to be tracked, is that CX or third party? I'm guessing if, unless it says must be tracked other than CX and you're getting the job through the CX, you've got a CX tracker. So if it says you've got to be tracked, 
you go, I am tracked. You can track me through the app. That's one of the, that's one of the reasons why it's so popular because it's got live tracking. Um, so yeah, normally I'd say if the job comes through the CX, it must be tracked. We say, well, I know I'm tracked. I'm on the CX. Just mention it when you get the job. And they go, oh, no, we need a separate tracker. You go, well, it's not me then, is it? Okay. Unless, of course, you've got a separate tracker. Jonathan Wake. You're going... going oh, I was, I was going to do a video. Right. Jonathan Wake was going to do, put on a video about what you should charge per mile in what size van. I'll, I'll do the link. Um, if, Like I say, it might not. It might take a little while to get up because that's the computer thing I have to do after I've uploaded the video. Um... Maybe a little bit less at the moment, mate. You know, take maybe take 5p, 10p off the, the jobs, that, what I tell you on this video, because competition is fierce at the moment. And then hopefully when it's all over, maybe 5, 10p more. But this was one I've done a few years ago, and it still kind of is about right. So, Jamie B on the, oh, he's doing the Argos. Um, he uses the ePods. He's, he's happy with it. And you see how people are nice when you deliver stuff to them. Yeah, they are. And he said, them ePod things, they allow you an, an hour either side of a drop. So he said, there's very little waiting. So, mate. Fellow Argos guy, crack on with it. I'm on it now again. Um, we've decided I was going to do five days and I'm going to do two, but he wants two days off together, which suits me absolutely fine. We just haven't worked out which one's which yet. Uh, <coughs> Alexander, uh, he wrote a very long comment about whether he's thinking about joining the CX, and then the last slide he said in the comment, by the way, I live in Norfolk. Mate, once again, I'm going to be honest, it's not the greatest of areas. I'm very lucky where I didn't know when I picked all this stuff up and I kind of every, a lot of a lot of work comes out from kind of where I am around about where I am. Jobs around about once you're outside that sort of main bit, your Norfolk, your Cornwalls, your middle of Wales, there's not so many jobs. I have said before, the only advantage is if one pings up, there's a good chance you're gonna be the guy who gets it because there's because when there's not many jobs, there's not many vans. But having said that <laughs> Would would I do it if I was you? Probably, probably no. Your call at the end of the day. I'm just being honest. Uh, Grant Melton, what about bike careers? Don't know. Sorry, <laughs> you get the odd bike career job up there. You know, car bike career. How are they doing? Don't know. If you're a bike career, let me know. Uh, Ian Merrick, right? And it's an interesting one. Has anyone got as a result of the lockdown thing? And I thought. That's, that's clever because there's a few, few places near me. There's like this place, Mead Open Farm, and um, they're like an organic farm. And what they've done is they've started doing deliveries. And if I'd have had half a brain when all this started, I'd have maybe approached someone in the area and gone, "Look, you're a local firm. You do food. What about I'll charge you so much a day, and I'll pop in in the morning, pick up deliveries, just doing runs to people's houses, like I do, you know, um, with the Argos, and come to some kind of arrangement." So has anybody done that? Gone out there and found themselves a little job? independent for a firm that needs them because of this you know has anyone actually kind of benefited from it i'd, I'd be curious to know not me uh, mark fitzpatrick is there anyone you speak to at the cx to get the best deal i don't know i don't work for them. but if you are going to join them there's an end screen or you can follow the link when it goes up there to visit the website if you join through the link that i've got on there at the moment and you, you type in the password pete they'll know that I was the one that recommended you, and if and this applies to everybody, this is not special treatment that I'm getting. Anybody, if you recommend, if you if you're on the CX and you recommend your mate or your brother or your uncle onto the CX, they'll give you a free month. 
And because I'm on a different subscription to you, I won't get a free month. I'll probably get the, the monetary equivalent of it, theoretically. It hasn't happened yet, but as I said earlier on, I am trying to build this into something. Hopefully it will one day. So yeah, if you are going to join, mate, if you fill in the details, send them the email. Someone, trust me, someone will ring you back. And also, they'll know that you watch this channel. So they'll know you know the SP, and they won't be able to just sell you some flannel. They'll know, you know, you know. I, I think it's about 600 650 for about the first six months, and then you can pay monthly. Or twelve fifty for the year. It was a lot less when I joined two years ago, but then obviously they're going to charge what they can. So, but yeah, if you are going to join, do me a favour if you would please join via the link. Thank you. Uh, what's that not? Oh, well, on the last sheet, I'll be pleased to know. It's not. Well, I'm thinking of splitting Sunday Q and A into two. Maybe doing some of it on a Sunday and doing some of it on a Wednesday because I'm sure that you've got better things to do with your Sunday mornings and watch me prattle on. But we're getting near the end. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're on the phone. Danny Boy is looking forward to McDonald's reopening. <laughs> and there's, um, oh, what's his name? Jason Burke says, imagine the size of the queues. <laughs> I don't use McDonald's. I've got two flasks. I make cup of teas in the morning, one in each, you know. Two little sort of tip, toy tippy flasks, and I have squash. A, because I don't want to stop, and two, because I'm too mean to pay for coffee. Um, Harper Valentine says, do I miss the Chizits? This was on, do you miss going back to the market? Do I ever miss the markets? Do I miss the Chizits? There's a video. Um... Yeah, I did a long, long time ago when I was on the markets. There's also a video I've done which I noticed, and I didn't notice until a couple of weeks ago, about sort of how to speak, how to count the 10 in Cockney and out of... I'm not a Cockney, I'm from Lennon. Um, and how to do money, and it's got like 7,000 views. So there might be some more of those coming up, just because they get a lot of views, and that's kind of what this YouTube thing's all about. Uh, so if you do get them and you're not interested, just flick it. Um, and I might be... Um, I might be um, enrolling my mate Dave, Dave the Crisps on that one as well. He done a video for, um, I'll put a link up. He done a video for Make Some Noise for the NHS. If you fancy watching it, and I can put a link up. His name's David Winter, he's got his own channel, and he's the nicest person I've ever met in my life. He's, he's a good friend of mine, so. Anywho, right, what else have we got here? Uh, oh yeah, Alan, hello mate. This is my busy partner. And Grant Melton. Why do I keep saying dilemma? Right, I watched this. I, one of my podcasts is the, um, it's the, it's the Kermode and Mayo film review. And they say dilemma. There's loads of in jokes about Bambergs and saying about like Jason Isaacs. And I quite enjoy it. Although I'm not really listening to it at the moment because a podcast about movies where there's no movies coming out is kind of a bit pointless at the moment. But um, yeah, and they said, when was it school? We were convinced that we were told we were. You spell dilemma, D-I-L-M-E-N-A. But it's D-I-L-M-E-M-M-A. But we're convinced it's dilemma. Google it. It's just a weird thing. Or maybe I'll stop saying dilemma soon. Or maybe I won't. <laughs> um, and how are we getting here? Owen oh, Lee also made that point as well. Right. And, and Tony Bage says, he lives in Middlesbrough. He says, is there much work coming out of Middlesbrough? And then he says, Middlesbrough is 40 miles south. It's just to let you know, Middlesbrough, 40 miles south of Newcastle. Mate, you did make me smile. Um, I lived in Middlesbrough for three years. When I was a kid, when I was 18, I went to Teesside Polytechnic. I did a degree in public administration. It was a waste of time, wasn't it? But I did have the time of my life. It was fabulous. I was 18. We were young. Beer was cheap. It was just college-y thing, like, you know, and I love Middlesbrough. He's kind of, they're lovely people. I mean, it, it was a nice place. 
I was curious to know whether Fat Sose is still on the high street, whether the Polly is still there, whether the Star and Garter Pub is still there. If you're watching, please let me know. Are there jobs coming out? Of, there are jobs coming out of the northeast. They're not as many as where I am. But you're not too bad. You can get stuff out of Borough. You can get stuff out of Stockton. You get stuff out of Newcastle. Uh, you can drop down and get the odd one from York, or you can get the odd one from sort of uh, Durham, odd one. They're not as many. Um, there's always a possibility of tramping. It's, I would say it's not the best area. It's not the worst. There you go. Uh, right, so <clears throat> in conclusion, uh, Yorkshireman's Daily Grind says... I think things are going back to normal. This is with a bit of social distancing. Not they're never, not that take a long time to get back to normal, but they're starting to now. We're talking about opening things up. We're talking about maybe businesses that have to go with social distancing. We will have to still abide by the rules, but you know we can't keep running like this. This is, H, HS that that train line thing cost the country a hundred billion pound, and people were screaming about it. This that was a hundred hundred billion pound over ten years. It's ten billion pound a year. The lockdown is costing us. £15 billion pound a month. If we've locked down for three months, it's already half the price of building the train line in three months. And that has got to be paid back. But um, we can't, we can't, you can't finance that forever. So things, obviously, the most important thing was to lock down because people's health is more important than money. But it seems to be over the peak now. And I think, we, I think people have got the anger social distancing now. So I think things will go back to normal. The question is, and as Jason Burke again says, um, he thinks it's going to be a changed world. And also, Samantha Karaman says, it's all well and good that things are going back to normal. But the question is, when is it, when, you know, in, in 30 days, 60 days, are we all still going to get paid? Because we're all doing these jobs, we're putting the invoices out, but then are the shippers going to get paid? Are people going to get paid? And as I said before, as my mate Simple Brian says, he said, the job doesn't get done until the money's in the bank. So it's going to be an interesting time ahead still, but hopefully things seem to be on the ease up. Um, and as a final conclusion, uh, JB and Cole Rigby say, take a break, mate, you look naked. <laughs> Life's not been kind. Um, I am going to take a break. I'm actually recording this video on Friday morning, so if you place a comment on Friday or Saturday, I won't be able to do it till next week. Um, because I'm going to have three days off. I'm going to do VA VE day the day. We've got the um, flags up and going to do a bit of a sort of maybe a barbecue or something like that. And I'm just going to just going to have a few days. I'm going to get holiday this year. Um, the family have been furlonged for six weeks, so they've kind of had their holiday. They've been lying in the gardens or in watching TV. We ain't going to go on holiday this year. So everyone's on less money, so that ain't happening. So I'm going to have three days off. So thank you very much. And I'm going to take care, but not take money. And finally... Paul Wilkins, hope your hand gets better soon, mate. That's it for today. That's a long one. Like I say, that's a very long one. We might be splitting them soon. But, okay, hope that cleared it all up. And um, bye, guys. Have a, have a, I hope you had, we just seen this, a nice bank holiday weekend. Back to it on Monday to take care, take money. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.